0: Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> Where I I forget who isn't it uh 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 uh, uh Powers Booth. The place Curly Bill? Yeah, the guy with the mustache. I think it's Powers Booth. Could be. I don't know. <laughs> Well, we re- I really dicked the beginning of this up by mm. forgetting Powers' booth name and the name of Tombstone. That is correct, yes. Stuttering prick, yeah. Yeah, I know, man. It's been a long day. Yeah, it is. I uh, I took some amphetamines earlier, not not like the cool trucker kind, but like the uh, sanctioned kind. Yes, the boring kind.
1: Apparently, this is, this particular podcast is now now funded by. <laughs> but by, by yuppie white people drugs and not like old street drugs no nope. amphetamines oh amphetamines get them get them in your local get them while they're hot <laughs> get them in your local medicine cabinet fresh baked amphetamines mm-hmm. and fresh out the coffee pot
0: uh-huh <laughs> hell yeah dude isn't that how you make crack though i'm pretty sure well you can in you a can coffee
1: make, pot you can do both well yeah Wait, you can make meth in
0: a coffee pot? Yeah. How do you make meth, James?
1: Give us the recipe on air, live. Sure. First of all, go fuck yourself. You you go see a doctor. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you get it legally prescribed to you for an actual malady that you've been tested for that you didn't previously read. No, I just didn't sleep too much, so I stole some of the old lady's prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) Ha-ha! Suck it, FBI! (laughs) And I have off-the-charts ADD. (laughs) So I I I need it. I would
0: love to, like hear a room where the FBI was listening like we don't care that's the DEA you stupid asshole why the fuck would we care if we stole some of your dumb dick girlfriend's Adderall
1: and not only that say say the shit
0: we're looking at you for motherfucker <laughs> right and I guess not even stole because that again that would make it sound like cool like I was mm-hmm. doing something for drugs like oh I was feeling so bad I had to steal it mm-hmm. I was just tired and she offered there you like, go yeah, alright
1: man Wow, I'm I'm a shitty middle aged white guy now, and that's a bummer. Oh, dude, dude, you're one visit to the Gap away from having a mayonnaise sandwich, dude.
0: Hey, uh, I ate. Uh, I guess you could call it a mayonnaise sandwich last night. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of the microwave chicken patties. Uh huh. And I bought some nice sourdough buns Ooh. on which to put it, mm-hmm. and then realized that all the lettuce that I had cut up had went bad. Mm-hmm. So I literally just. ate. Ate a chicken patty on a bun slathered in mayonnaise. You, oh. oh. I know, I almost texted you a picture of it because it was the most, like, cracker-ass-looking thing in the world.
1: Sad. Mm Mm-hmm. Sad, sad. Just
0: a perfectly round, very white, because it's sourdough bun, with a perfectly (laughs) round chicken patty and white ooze
1: coming off of it. Now, I'm going to give the mayo a small pass because you could have made it worse. You could have peed on it. You've got to put ranch on it, which is
0: equivalent. Could have sent a picture of the sandwich next to my penis. I could have. Why didn't you? Well, I mean, because I have some sort of a, I believe it's called decorum, James. Well, if I really got
1: desperate, I could just go on OnlyFans. <laughs> well,
0: that's fair. I i don't even remember. I know I have one, but yes. I don't know how to get into it. I don't remember the name associated no, with you
1: it. You don't remember Dr. Pissface?
0: Oh, that is the g- name that I use for video games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right.
1: Well, there you go. Hey, I- hey, I found out where to find my dick.
0: <laughs> Thanks,
1: James. And you don't have to look past layers of fat.
0: No.
1: You giant obese man, you.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, what are you talking about? All
1: 600 pounds, you barely held up by that couch. <laughs> Just Jabba the Hut, but in the Midwest. Hmm.
0: Wait, mm-hmm. is Michigan the Midwest? Yes. Is it? Yes, we are the heart-o. Is it the Midwest, though, or is it just like redneck territory? Well,
1: <clears throat> a lot of that is exactly the same, sir.
0: Uh, disagree, though, because Chicago's Midwest.
1: Right, but Illinois, but in Illinois G- is not and Chica- <laughs> Chicago. It's Chicago's in Illinois, but yeah. the rest of Illinois <laughs> is commensurate to Michigan.
0: Yeah, that's fair. It's a. I always forget when driving west how long Illinois is. Like, mm-hmm. God damn, we're still in this fucking state. We passed Chicago now, like four hours now ago. Now,
1: there's some argument whether part of Illinois is considered uh, the north or the south as you get down towards Kentucky, et cetera, because there's really very little differentiation.
0: All right. Well, then I guess if you had to say based on uh, state populations... Which would you say you? Which would you say has the higher uh, percentage of cousin
1: fucking? Oh, Michigan. Yep. 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 Got it. Because I will tell you. Boom, motherfuckers. Because I will tell you something about Michigan. In Michigan, the farther north you are or go, the farther south you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get way up there, you might as well be way down there. Mm. Ding, 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 ding.
0: Mm. well speaking of incest hey everybody welcome to horror vomit where we talk about horror movies so you don't have to excuse me i'm doing the introduction go
1: fuck yourself my name is chris faff and i am one of your hosts (laughs) and i am james marino and i'm another one of your hosts Oh god, you got me this time, dude.
0: Yeah, I, I was really trying to work that in. I've, I, I, oh. I had to bend the conversation pretty hard for that one.
1: <laughs> Michigan incest. I mean, there you go. No,
0: I know. But if you like, if you look back at the transcript, you'd be like, mm, yeah, you wrote that in. Fair enough. All right. So James still got me. So James. Yeah. I uh. Mm-hmm. This week. Yeah. We're talking about 1990s, the first power. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Robert Reznikov, starring Jeff Kober as Channing, Mm. Tracy Griffith as Tess Seaton, and screen legend Lou Lou Diamond Diamond Phillips. Phillips. LDP up in the house. As Russ Logan. Mm, mm, mm. So uh, my initial uh, plan for this was to ask you if I could go first, but since uh, we had a slight discussion... Mm -hmm. Hey James, yeah. What'd you think of 1990s Lou Diamond Phillips headed
1: the first power? Um, much apologies to the uh, legendary LDP. I I enjoyed disliking this movie. I I was fucking hate noting this entire movie. Just got what with this, what's with that, and fuck this, and goddamn, you're standing on the verge of. Fuck you for making me watch this, but I enjoyed the process of disliking this movie, Chris. So, another long, long list of complicated answers, but was there joy in this movie? Yes, but it was the joy in hating it. Man. So, uh,
0: strong disagree. Hmm. I fucking love this movie, James. I, uh, I initially, I was looking around because we had had a plan to do something else, kind of. Right. And I was looking around and all of a sudden under the horror section on Tubi was a picture of Lou Diamond Phillips. And I said, well, we I can't just skip right by that. Mm-hmm. Figuring it would just be kind of a joke. And okay, this movie's silly and stupid uh-huh. and bad. Oh, yeah. But man, is it, to me, supremely entertaining to the point where like it transcended all of the stupid and bad into like, I really dig this movie. Like, I'm really into this. There's no good rhyme or reason. It's bad and stupid. I will admit that all day long. Uh. But there's something about it that really pulled me in because I never knew where this was going. Whatsoever. All the weird turns that it took and all the strange decisions that it made kept me riveted and on the edge of my seat. Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. No. Just just Riley
1: rejecting everything I had to say, huh? Here's a... I would be along with you for the ride, but I clocked this movie like there was no actual twist. I'm like, oh, good. I, I even got in my notes about uh, the end of the movie. I'm like, if he if he does what I say he does, I'm going to kick the TV.
0: Right. No, Um. I guess I, I said that very ineloquently. This has elements from every movie that you've ever seen before. Yeah. But it's elements that don't really go together. So it makes every single turn and like new scene. And when you see something make me go, well, why the, what the fuck is happening now? This is absolutely ridiculous. And it kept me engaged almost the entire way. There's a little bit where it drags, but it's, it's so emblematic of 1990 Mm -hmm. that I just, mm, I, I fell in love with it within the first 10 minutes
1: well, you got to understand too, um, right around the time you were still really into those movies, like when they were coming out, all that, I was not really aware of much. I don't have that shorthand that you So maybe you've seen a lot more of those era movies than I have. Oh, this, to, appreciate, a, you know, to appreciate them a little more, I'm saying that in, in what we're doing, like you know how I got one reaction, you got the other reaction? I think your other reaction is... You've seen all those movies, and it's kind of you. You can read that shorthand, and it's kind of funny. Oh, they did this! Oh my! To well, me, I was just like, "The fuck are they doing? Why the fuck did they do this? This makes zero sense." Because I haven't seen half of those movies. You know what I mean? Right, and I mean
0: it follows on the heels of like, okay, well, really bad cop movies. You got Lethal Weapon; they're insane cops. All right, let's right. throw this insane cop in. Here. Yep. Uh, let's throw a possession in here. Let's throw a uh, psychic. Let's mm-hmm. throw uh, uh, a, a police chief. Who... Oh, psycho killers too. Yeah. Psycho killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a perfect meld of everything that you've ever seen before, but mm-hmm. presented in such a weird fucking way. And okay. Do you want to know the real reason that I really love this? Why? Okay. James. So uh, think back to uh, the days of drinking. All oh, hells. Yeah. Real hard. This is the kind of movie that is the best case scenario for waking up hungover on a Saturday or Sunday morning and not being able to find a remote. Fuck yeah, I I will give it that too. This is that perfect TBS in Mm -hmm. the middle of the day in 1997 when you're like, well, what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And you sit and watch it the entire way through and go, well, that was weird and I don't know why they did that, but
1: I, in- I enjoyed the last hour and a half of my time. Well, I think there's a couple of things that brought me way out of it. I was tr- I, again, I always try to find a reason to like the movie. Mm-hmm. fucking gave it every goddamn shot. One of it is is idiosyncratic and has absolutely nothing to do with anything but me. I was down like, in my brain was working. Like, when I'm watching the movie, my brain's working. I was like, when when I thought that the um, killer was the same guy from Cobra, I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah, it is not Brian Toms. No, no, no. Yes. About halfway through the movie, he got, he bumped his knee. He made this goofy look with his eyes. I'm like, that's fucking Booga from Tank Girl. It's fucking Booga. And once I saw Booga, because I'm a fucking huge Tank Girl fan. Right. And I'm just like, after that, i just like, oh, it's Booga.
0: See, I... Uh there was, I was talking about it, and uh, I think that Jeff Kober kind of looks like, you know who uh, Thomas Hayden Church is? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I thought that too. He I, looks I like thought it,
0: Wings. He looks like if you mix Thomas Hayden Church with Dennis Leary.
1: Oh, Jesus. Because I'm sitting there going, fucking, isn't that the guy from Wings? Because I'm sitting he, there Because he's, he's got it. the voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was down with that too, but once I saw him as Booga, I couldn't unsee that. Mm-hmm. And there was one other thing that bugged the fuck out of me i don't know if there was a problem with filming or what but for i don't know a good 10 minutes of their exposition talking they would go to him and her and it was always the back their backs and it was just like could they not be filmed was this adr was that something they added later and my brain was doing that instead of watching the movie right because it fucking did it so often and i was just like Oh, fuck, why did you do that to me? I, I was almost there. I was almost into your goddamn movie and you did this. Fuck you.
0: See, it's funny, though, that you bring up uh, <clears throat> Jeff Kober first as uh, the bad guy. <clears throat> I thought he was perhaps the only like good actor in this film because I really honestly did believe him <clears throat> when he was being very uh, calm and sinister. Mm-hmm. He's a good
1: bad guy. No, he, look... The only problem I had with him in this role was that I couldn't unsee Booga. And that's my own bullshit. Right. Okay, so I'm going to take that part out of it because, yes, he was believable up until I knew he was Booga. Right. And then I'm like, no, he's a big old puppy dog. I haven't seen Tank Girl in forever. I've... Got copies galore. What, what, what medium do you
0: want it on? I, I don't. I can, I'm sure I can find it if I really needed to watch
1: Tank Girl that badly. I, I used to have the... Uh, it's a good movie. I'm not disparaging Tank Girl. Don't get me oh, wrong. No, no, no. I, it, I was a huge fan of the... It was funny because I was a huge fan of the comics for a million years, right? And then when the movie came out, everybody who was into the comics hated the movie. And I'm like, fucking, there was more Tank Girl. And I didn't care. And I don't care who they do it or how they do it. I want more. And so I bought every single medium. I had the poster in my basement because I'm a huge geek. So Yeah. 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 I don't know why cool. I went down that particular tangent, but hey. Well, because Tank
0: Girl does kind of rule, but oh, it's yeah. one of those movies that like, it, it doesn't like drain me, but it's not one of my absolute favorites. It's one of, the, I think like once a
1: decade is appropriate for Tank Girl. Well, for me now, about once every six months or so, I have to revisit
0: but, okay, so if we were talking about performances, yeah, Jeff Kober is really, really good. Um, however, the other two leads, oh. o- L D P is a, a strange choice for yes. this character. Because it's supposed to be this police, or this det- police detective mm-hmm. who in the last five years has now been involved in three death or captures
1: of serial killers. Mm -hmm. Not a line on that motherfucker's face.
0: And he's supposed to be this cool, suave, hard ass, uh, hard
1: drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Hard bitten detective. Yeah. But it's little Lou, baby Lou Diamond Phillips. You want to pinch his little cheeks? It's Lou
0: Diamond Phillips who, uh, as I was sent you the text, he looks like he has a uh, cartoon turtle face.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: like like if uh, Franklin were a person. Hmm. Or no, wait, Franklin. Franklin was a turtle, right? I think. Oh, the, I don't know. Ooh, did I just fuck up a kids show? Doesn't Probably matter did. either way.
1: Yeah. And, I was uh, just going with yeah, yeah, fucking so, Franklin.
0: So you've got Lou Diamond Phillips, who is not equipped to play this sort of role. He's a great actor. Don't get me wrong. This is not his bag. No, no. Okay. And when you combine that with having to make Lou Diamond Phillips kind of a hard-bitten, hard-ass detective who's wearing a duster throughout this entire film mm-hmm. in a, uh, with tucked-in khakis mm-hmm.
1: and a belt. Yeah, and a draped he, shirt, a draped motherfucking shirt. He, ah. he looks ridiculous, Jason. Yes, now, no this just goes to say every time he <laughs> had to go fucking Boot somebody, man. He had to go crack somebody's dome. He had to fucking beat on somebody. He got this weird high pitched voice, uh-huh. motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I no matter what his characterization, he could come at at that that face on Lou Diamond Phillips. He could come at you with a straight razor and a fucking shotgun. And he was running with a shotgun. And you just go, oh, are you angry? Are you do so cute when you're mad.
0: I uh. I was relaying it to Kayla as being like, you know, in the like character uh, creation in a video game Mm -hmm. when like you can uh, tighten or widen, like how much of their face takes up on the head module. Mm -hmm. It looks like somebody had just pulled his face all the way to the widest that it could be. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) and it's very distracting. Again, Lou Diamond Phillips, fantastic
1: actor, but no, look. How are you going to be menaced by all 135 pounds of Lou Diamond Phillips when 35 pounds of his fucking head? Exactly. That guy has got an enormous, giant head. And, and, and he the girl. He like looks a bobble head. They had to cast the girl with an equally large fucking dome, homie. Did see, you see, I
0: don't think that her head was that large. I think that is... 1990 teased red hair. I
1: know, but it looked that like it didn't. It, dimension. I know, but it didn't. It added enough dimension. That it looked like she had a big old fucking alien skull, too, man. I was just, damn, look at the size of that. I had. So, uh. That's you, probably why they had to do them in two separate shots, because there was too much fucking head for one shot into two things, unless it was wide angle. So. That's why you could only film them walking side by side. It was their heads, dude. Do you know who Tracy Griffith is? The redhead. I don't know. It looked like a tiny rip ripoff. I don't know. That is Melanie Griffith's half sister. Really? Yep.
0: Oh, Okay. And in the course of this, something that I didn't know. You know who Melanie Griffith's mother is?
1: Um, I did,
0: but now Tippi I've, Hedren. Yes, yes. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That that poor woman that Alfred Hitchcock tortured during <laughs> the Birds. And this, by, by throwing
1: live birds at her for like eight hours. And I'm sorry, when there, there was one scene where they were talking, and again, they were going back and forth. They were sitting in the hotel lobby, I guess. Yeah. They were going back and forth, and apparently they didn't, Talk about eyelines because old girl was looking two different directions at once, and Lou Diamond mean, Phillips was looking about a foot over where her head really should be, and she was just looking where the fuck ever. And they're supposed to, be, and they were going back and forth. I'm like, who directed this fucking thing? Eyeline, eyeline. I'm a knucklehead. Eyelines. And it's part of what I love about
0: this because there's those little misses mm. constantly in this film. Mm-hmm. but there are some shots that are really good, and the stunts are out of control. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we get into any of that stuff, also, did you happen to notice who
1: his partner was? No, all the I noticed... Detective? All, I know, all I noticed was that his fucking high top needed work, dude. That was god-awful. That is Bubba in Forrest Gump. That is. That is Bubba. Um, but seriously, his fade needed a fucking touch-up, man. Uh-huh. It was bad, and when is he gonna say? I was waiting for him to say it. Come on, you know what he should have said. No, just I'm getting too old for this shit. Oh yeah, I, it would not have been out of place whatsoever in a I, film I like waiting, this. I was waiting. I was waiting. Uh huh. And 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 his grizzled chief needed to be a touch more grizzled for me. Just it's, needed a touch more grizzled. So James, yeah, who is your favorite character? Do you have one? Because oh, fuck I yeah, I do. Have one. I do. Hit me with it, baby. Fucking ninja bag lady, baby. <laughs> fucking Spinderella, homie. Just fucking whoo, zzzz, wha, fucking
0: hookah
1: Just Once beat the again, fuck out of him.
0: Where I'm saying this is stuff that we, you've seen a hundred times before. Oh, no, yeah, this a pos- was A possessed the business. body comes back to life to fight uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, or he possesses a body, body snatcher situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, it's a ninja bag lady. What a strange
1: decision to make. And whoever did that bag lady was fucking... Oh, I just loved... I didn't care that it was completely out of place. She was perfect. It was completely out of place with the tone of half the other shit. She sounds like the Wicked Witch of the West. Kind of looked like her a little bit, too. And I'm just like, oh, my fucking God. Fucking backflipping, just... And I love the fact that at no point during this movie, there wasn't a point where... LDP getting his ass kicked was not imminent. Yes. At no point in this movie were you going, I wonder if he's not going to get it. No, he will regularly get his fucking ass handed to him all the goddamn time. He's like Fox Mulder.
0: Mm-hmm. Fox Mulder's constantly just getting the shit beat out of him. On the reg and with a vengeance, dude. So, my favorite character in this movie, I think pretty much hands down, was uh, Maza. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell, does it? He's the real creepy cop who's always leering at women.
1: Oh! Fucking
0: detective douche canoe. Yes. Fucking Late 80s, early 90s detective who's just a complete... Would-be womanizing asshole, but you know no woman in their right mind will go near this man. The guy
1: with the beautiful 1950s Boston butterfly. And can I tell you why he's my favorite character? Because he did everything but pull out a switchblade comb? It's for (laughs) one specific
0: line. Hmm. It's where he's supposed to be following uh, 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 Tess, the psychic woman. He's supposed to be following her, but he gets distracted by a blonde woman woman walking down the street. Mm-hmm. So she hides behind a little thing, and he's walking around, searching around for her. Ooh, oh yeah! And she pops out and says, "What are you doing?" He says, "What? You've been following me for the last few blocks. If you don't call or if you don't stop following me, I'll call the cops." And goes, "I wasn't following you, lady." She says, "Don't lie. It's all over your aura." And his response, in his uh, his perfect nineteen ninety self, is just, "My what?" Yes. I don't know why, but those two words cemented him being my absolute favorite character.
1: I dig it, I dig it, and I could see why you went that way because he cat uh, Detective canoe <laughs> was fucking well played. Uh-huh. Well,
0: he's hitting on the woman at the very beginning who again, as soon as like they show her butt because he's watching her butt through binoculars, so they show like a close-up of her butt and tight jeans. Mm. And then when they shoot back to her face, it was like, oh, it's going to be like a Hellraiser situation where they insist that this woman's gorgeous. But really like, oof, that's one of the more hideous women I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) And he's just this unrepentant, just dog constantly Mm -hmm. hitting on women. And then to end his final, final line of the film is, my what? (laughs) Oh, but he did get Jesus good and proper. Exactly. Exactly. So that is what I wanted to kind of segue into when I say that, like, this movie really did hook me and, like, I really enjoyed parts of it. This movie has off the fucking wall stunts in it. And, James, oh. it goes a long way for me, especially in, like, a. Because we all know this isn't just a straight up horror film. It's right. a horror action, yada, 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 yada. When you show throw in stunts that you didn't need to do that are also like kind of fucking mind blowing. Mm-hmm, especially since it was all practical. Exactly. That dude jumped off of a fucking roof. And granted, yes, you can clearly see the wire mm-hmm. in the shot. But when you're doing that, I kind of don't care. Mm-hmm. When you're doing something that impressive like a dude jumping four stories and landing on his feet
1: mm-hmm. on the
0: fucking pavement and yep. running away. Oh dude. all in the same like The land, or the the falls in a couple different shots. Yeah. But the landing, you see him fall a good
1: like thirty
0: feet and land on his feet, and walk
1: away. It was fucking great. But I will tell you this too: had I watched this movie knowing anything about it, because again, it was kind of last minute. I was all zombied up, you know, I was ready Mm -hmm. to go, and then I didn't think anything about it because my kid, my oldest kid, graduated this weekend and do fuck all. Yeah, you were busy. Yeah. So I watched it. If I had known. And maybe if I'd have gone with it, but I'm going into it horror movie, dissect. I'm going to look, I'm going to do. I'm Especially based sing. on what we usually do here. Right. And we've been doing a fucking lot of deep, deep shit, right? And fucking it was. I'm like, that, I know. It's like when I just kind of threw End of Days at you. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I can get to that because this movie, you know, if this movie hadn't irritated me this much, I might give it a rewatch and try to see it with different eyes. But this movie got me a head up. So I will give it that, too, because any movie that can gets any reaction out of me is a win in my book. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: a long sequence where uh, Jeff Kober jumps out of a window onto uh, the front of a car. Yeah. And the... Obviously, practical stunts of a stuntman on top of a car while it's fucking blazing ass through these alleys and shit. Man, these stunts are incredible.
1: And did you see the size of that fucking hand? Uh huh. That was holding that. That's a hand that's held on like that more than once. Uh huh. And this dude's like flipping around, trying to
0: get in the driver's side window, flipping back around on top, like. Having his legs like (coughs) banging against uh, the sides of alleyways that they're Mm -hmm. driving down, like watching
1: this, like this doesn't need to be this good for this movie. This is incredible (coughs) stunt work. Like if they would have just done like um, Ninja Bag Lady interior, Mm -hmm. that would have been fucking great. Mm -hmm. But no, fucking they get her in the car again. She just appears in the back motherfucking seat. Yeah, and then they have a fight. Front seat, back seat, over the seat, running, driving, driving, really driving. Yeah, well, she's trying to drive <coughs> in,
0: into headlong traffic, I'm assuming. Yeah. Bad ass. Yeah, well, she, and it's fucking crazy because what she does is like... Effectively, it looks like if anybody had climbed over a seat, it's not this, like... Elegant, like, choreography. Mm-hmm. She kind of, like, falls over the front and is, like, laying in his lap almost.
1: Yeah. It was great.
0: Yeah. It's really fucking cool to see something like that where it's not a John Wick, like, having a real, like, choreographed fight, but this, like, oh, yeah, this is what it would look like if this lady just kind of, like, flopped herself in the front seat and was trying to kill these two people riding along. It's fucking I, incredible.
1: And, and, and I like the conceit, too, that, um, because we are not clear as to what the fuck any of these things are supposed to be. No, and it's so unclear. I can never remember the name of the goddamn movie. What's the name of the movie again? The first power. Yeah, the first power. We don't know what any of the fucking powers are till the end of the last 15 minutes. Then they finally deign to tell us kinda what some of them are. I fucking have a list of what I guess the powers might be because they weren't telling me. I got a list of ten things. I'm guessing the powers are just for so, shits and So you giggles. made
0: a David Letterman top ten list. Well, I don't know what if it's the first ten. Power
1: could be. Oh, there's powers. I'm like, what? Here, wait, hold on. I'll, 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 whip out a couple. Hold on, let me take off my glasses and read these. Okay. No, just at least one. I, I was wondering, is it jumping, materialization, uh, ability to apparate, uh, ninja moves? Because yeah. The will to stomp uh, Lou Diamond Phillips into the fucking ground on a regular. Uh-huh. And uh, maybe possession. I couldn't figure out.
0: It's, it out. There's definitely possession, but I don't think that's one of the powers,
1: was it? Yeah, I've got them written down. Because it was uh, Here, I, I can access these. Yeah, please I will do. use my powers to Because access. I remember the second one... Well, one was the power of possession. Or oh, th- the power of possession. Okay. Um, two was the gift of knowing the future. Yeah, foresight. and three, or the actually, I've got them juxtaposed. One, the, the first power yeah. was resurrection. Yeah, the first power, yes, is the, resurrection. Yeah, the second was the gift of knowing the future, and the third was the power of possession. Right. So, but I'm like, fucking, you could occlude me. It would have made the movie a little more enjoyable. Oh, he's got the blah. Well, Will they do that
0: with the uh, zoned out junkie after uh, the cops killed? The guy who's sitting there also actually really good acting job. That guy doesn't do anything, but his Mm -hmm. dead ahead
1: stare and like absolute non-reaction to everything looks good. You know what that reminds, that guy reminded me of spaghetti Westerns, (laughs) you know what I mean? Especially when they closed up to his face and he didn't say anything. He just pointed. I'm like, Oh, that is a fucking Sergio Leone shot. Right. Goddamn. They're down to the actor. They chose. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he, that guy was in West, those spaghetti westerns.
0: Okay. I say, And I'm not entirely sure what kind of vegetable he is, but he's ready for the salad bar. Oh, indeed he was. That, that was the line from the movie. It's very yes. stupid. So I think my favorite stunt, and it, it's in the course of a long sequence that I want to go through. Okay. And it, this is just to kind of exemplify why I love this movie because of it being stupid and silly. Mm-hmm. So... The psychic has contacted Lou Diamond Phillips, met him at the police station already. They bring in the zombified guy. They uh decide this guy couldn't have killed anybody. So they head off to the psychic's house. Well,
1: no, no, wait, this the psychic who's an actual psychic who is responsible for how many murders walking around? Yes. How many deaths she finally decides on this one? She's not a very good fucking psychic. No. Yeah, fuck so, this lady.
0: Uh Lou Diamond Phillips and Bubba break into her home. <clears throat> And uh, Bubba brings it up that, hey, we shouldn't do this. And Mm -hmm. Lou Diamond Phillips says, fuck you. And they do it anyway. Mm -hmm. So they walk in and there's a message from uh, Jeff Kober on the machine. Mm -hmm. It apparently gets erased, yada, yada, yada. They're going to this church. That's the setup for the scene. Yep. So they get to this big Mexican festival.
1: Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorite shots in the movie, too. Uh Uh-huh. I wonder if we're talking about the same one. So... Uh, Bubba
0: wants to leave because he thinks the situation's spooky, thinks the chick is spooky. Lou Diamond Phillips tries to give him the cool guy. No! Just come on! It'll be alright. And that's not actually too much of an exaggeration of the lines. It's very poorly written. Now, uh, LDP and Bubba are each looking for the bad guy in this crowded uh, festival. Now, Tess screams out, Ross, it's him! Because, James, a horse and carriage is tearing ass through this festival. Which is badass. Uh Uh-huh. And the entire crowd is just parting like Moses parting the Red Sea. And this is all motherfucking
1: practical.
0: With the exception of one man. Lou Diamond Phillips' partner, Bubba, Mm -hmm. who does not see any of this, somehow did not hear any of this, Mm -mm. and gets just absolutely fucking shoulder-checked by a horse. Oh, yeah. Now, the stomping doesn't look great, because he gets stomped by a horse, Mm -mm. but they showed it. Mm -hmm. That was a full-motion shot of a man being hit by a horse.
1: (laughs) You know what shot I like better?
0: Is it... Immediately following that, whereas there is a uh, horse and carriage versus car chase. Well, I love that, too. Through but the streets. No, but James, e- I did not expect
1: to see that at all. Even better than that, full-on frontal, like, carriages racing, right? And you see the guy fucking, the thing, and he's whipping the horses. And then the next shot, all you can see is the sombrero, and it looks like the sombrero is right on the horse's head, and it's running down the street. <laughs> And I'm fucking dying. I'm rolling on the floor because it happened right after this amazing chase. The fucking guy gets shoulder checked, right? Fucking shit's happening. All I see is a fucking yeah, horse and a goddamn sombrero running down the street. It's fucking incredible, James. Oh, I thought I was going to shit my pants laughing, dude. At
0: no point did I turn on the first power and expect to see a man get shoulder checked by a horse. Wearing and a sombrero. A horse in carriage versus car. Chase, starring Lou Diamond Phillips. Yo, who's not menacing in the slightest? No. Motherfucker! Racing through city I will Street. kill you, you
1: bastard! Chasing a single horse in a vehicle. It's incredible. <coughs> I'm sorry, I heard my voice sounding exactly like Lou Diamond Phillips, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> and and uh, he, he's not supposed to go in there. That's Mm-mm. exactly what he wants you to do. I gave up. <laughs> because this movie did a thing that I fucking don't like,
0: where it gave the woman the worst lines of all time to read. Oh, on top like- of all
1: that, no. I'll I'll take a couple gotchas with. Oh, is it happening or not happening? Yeah, fucking three of them. Uh huh. And end, the end, guy, almost almost end a goddamn movie with one. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> One, I, I said one. If it one, I'll pass for just giggles because it's a writing thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Two, you better have a good goddamn reason. But three, fucking three. Why?
0: Because uh, this movie is seventy-two minutes, and we need to put something else in
1: here. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> just no.
0: Kind of, kind of like the scene with uh, uh, Channing's grandmother. Where we find out he was a child of incest. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, this is stupid. Why is this? Ha- oh, because this movie was short. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> what was this movie rated, homie? Uh, there's no way it's not rated R. Lou Diamond Phillips bashes his head into the ground screaming, how do you like it, you motherfucker, at the beginning.
1: Mm, yeah, but you could probably, with with the, they only had a couple fuckers no, and
0: motherfuckers. It could have yeah, been 13. Yeah, but in 1990, that was like... That could have
1: been 13. Mm-mm.
0: Hard 13. Uh-uh. No? Nope. Uh, for PG thirteen, I believe even at that time, because that's around the time when it was created, within the decade, mm-hmm. PG thirteen had just been created.
1: Yeah, but so, I mean, there vio- was, a lot of violence, and, and swearing got a pass. It was uh, boobies that did not, and there was yeah, the there boobies was hard be
0: rules against the amount of fucks, and I'm guessing the amount of violence in this because it's reasonably violent. It's not insanely violent, but there's a man impaled on a fucking pipe.
1: I I just think that. God, they should have leaned then they should have leaned harder into the funny or they should have leaned harder into the oh, the scary. But that's again what I love about this
0: is that it's absolute madness and ridiculousness, but all done very earnestly. I don't think there's a single person in this that's kind of like phoning
1: it in. No, okay, as far as performances I will grant you that, but as far as the writing or the filming it, it seemed like a giant cash grab because it was touching on all the movies that were hip right then. Right, but
0: it all seems done in earnest. Like, there's no winking at the camera in this movie,
1: really. No, 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 but um, when you say in in earnest, that would be, like, to me, that's more of an altruistic thing. They earnestly wanted to make a movie and they were earnestly giving it everything they got, but they earnestly threw 1,200 things in the pot so it would sell.
0: Right, but I can... I kind I, I see your point. Um, my thought on that was more of it's somebody who's maybe just not quite as talented and got it through because they know people and for whatever other reason. Like, there's no A-list stars in this.
1: No, because I was just I was trying to think, Is did Lou Diamond Phillips even have any kind of a career at this point? I know he'd done... Um, La Bamba. And he did, um, what is it, Stand in the Liver? Yes. And then... I think this. Yeah. So did he still have some cash?
0: I I don't know. But like I said, I think it was done in earnest by people who just weren't like incredibly talented. Because, I mean, this guy's not Spielberg. I mean, he's not Kubrick, but you're not expecting that when you see a movie with Lou Diamond Phillips. No. It's the exact amount of we're trying to be very sincere in doing this. And even with a Karate Bag Lady, I don't think they played that for jokes, really.
1: No, but it was completely within the realm of what you would think that would character yeah. would be if they got possessed.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a punk rock cat biker from Ninth Configuration. Where yes. I think you did that earnestly because that's what you think people look like Mm -hmm. i don't think
1: you did that to be silly (laughs) and he and and also that scene actually transcended the movie because that scene in of itself was just fucking great yep and and that was one of those ones you know how they put up those little clips you can just watch the clip Uh uh-huh i with no context i would just enjoy the fuck out of that clip in fact i would have probably enjoyed it more out of context What in the figgity fuck is happening right now in front of my eyes on the screen?
0: What's happening is you get to watch a nun point a gun at Lou Diamond Phillips. Now, (coughs) which just in a bubble is just a a wonderful sight to see.
1: I had a small problem during that scene. It looked like. (laughs) Oh, did you now? (laughs) Could it be that it was stupid? It was very stupid, but it, it looked like old girl just got shanked right in the liver. Just wham. Are you okay? Yeah, everything's great. I'm like, fuck you. You just got shanked in the liver. Because man, when they reintroduced
0: the nun character, mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, they're going to bring her back right at the end to like now team up with him because they stole his, we'll say quote unquote girlfriend, even though they had never really cared for each other much in this film. Uh-huh. But as soon as they, he went and got the nun, I went, oh no.
1: You know, it's got to fight and, the nun.
0: Well, no. And, well, but then she said. says, uh, well, t- you have no idea what you're going to be facing. We're going to need this sacred artifact. The man who had all three powers, and it's a giant crucifix, and I said, fuck. But James, goddamn, if it didn't almost make it wiggle when she pulled the top off of it, and it was a knife. And I went,
1: ha, 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 ha! yes! Oh, that was also one of the things that I'd listed as uh, one of the, uh, the powers. To always be, within, always be within grabbing distance of a knife, no matter who you operate into, no matter what you do. That knife is with you, and it's got to make that beautiful sh- uh-huh. sound every time. Sounds like they're pulling out a fucking katana. Uh-huh. It's already out of the sheet. Shut up. It's out of the sheet. Shut up. Okay, okay now so, it's there. As, soon, as soon as she pulled that apart like a
0: fucking cane knife, mm-hmm. I, I popped real hard for that, James. I laughed for a solid minute.
1: That was badass.
0: Now... If we're getting into more things that are just absolutely silly and funny, mm.
1: the
0: the conclusion of this film is absolutely ridiculous, oh, yeah. and I loved it. Really? <laughs> because to have your film end with your three main characters effectively going down a long water slide, mm. like, well, that looks delightful. To a pit of
1: boiling acid. Yeah, you know, the, the Joker scene? Uh-huh. But what which, killed me about you know why they film that? Which, again has a scene with somebody
0: hanging from a, uh, uh, like, off of a... uh, What is that? Railing
1: of some sort. Yeah, like a proscenium or something. Some kind of
0: big balustrade. Because they do it a few times. Mm -hmm. Again, they went right back to the well. Yeah. But uh, it's concluded by throwing Jeff Cobra in apparently what is just a uh, bubbling uh, cauldron of acid.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then throwing a lighter in oh, it to <laughs> make it explode. Because, you know, I will tell you, they bookended that lighter, lighter. And they also bookended <clears throat> piggy piggy. They they put it like at every 15 minutes, piggy piggy, like four times. They, they did They did some math. They did some patterns. Now, what I They think, gave it a shot. What I think
0: is that they had money left over and realized they had money for an explosion. Where are we gonna put it? I don't know. Have him throw a lighter into a bucket of acid. <laughs> you know.
1: No, they had to plan it because that, that lighter um remember when he was talking to the homeless dude at the beginning and he lit the lighter. No, and, I understand, oh. but
0: okay. The construction of the scene, James, they are on like grading. Mm-hmm. Uh, that very much has holes in it. Well, guess
1: it. what? That was the, They probably just used the same Terminator set that they fucking stole all that shit from.
0: No, but I really want <laughs> to... Okay, where I'm going, James, if you would fucking let me finish... <laughs> Sorry, I raised my voice. ...is they blow up a bu- bu- bubbling cauldron of acid, mm-hmm.
1: which does not happen. No, you're dropping a lighter into an acid. While they
0: mean. are standing on open metal grating mm-hmm. right below them. Yeah. In this gigantic explosion. hmm And they're fine. Of course they are. They... And then Jeff
1: Kober jumps out of the flames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> James, it's the best. With part of his head missing. It was the absolute best.
0: It was one of the stupidest things that I've ever seen, and I wanted to stand up and applaud to a room full
1: of no one. I, I wanted his corpse to start going towards a press so that he could press his head into it, just like the movie they stole it from. Uh-huh. it's fucking ridiculous and i loved it oh no it it just irritated that part irritated me again had 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 i i don't know maybe I, i i still think if i didn't see booga every time i saw channing i still would have not liked it yeah it's dumb yeah i tried man i tried to like it i really did and i appreciated a lot of shit in this movie i really did The one thing that I really kind
0: of don't like, and it's a thing that movies back then very much did, and especially since you can tell this was written during the (coughs) 1980s, since it was released in 1990, going through development, and I'm sure it knocked around for a few years before that.
1: Not only that, but you got to understand, like, like Between like 88 and 91, it was still the 80s. There was still, there was still some throw forwards, but it didn't start being the 90s till about 93, 94.
0: Right, but I think they might have done a few rewrites because this is very much on the heels of the Satanic Panic. Oh, yeah. And it, the one thing that I don't like is when uh, films will kind of do the... Well, no, the Satanic Panic was real. It's kind of like, well, no, the witches at Salem were really witches kind of deal. Like, Mm -hmm. no, the Satanic Panic is actually like a really dark uh, period in American history. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't care for somebody going back and going, but what if it was real? That bothers me.
1: Mm -hmm. That really bothers me. Well, a lot of that, uh, I've seen like a lot of written fiction. That's just some righty propaganda. I'm like, ooh, yeah. Because, you know, they're trying to bring it back. Because, mm-hmm. you know, witches are real. So we can really go after them, you know. So it's okay. Because the others are scary.
0: Right. I think if we're going to get into like actual kind of deep themes, uh, the uh, just rampant corruption of the LAPD mm-hmm. is very much uh, right there for you to see. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Lou Diamond Phillips should have been
1: arrested. Well, and quite I, some time ago in this film, mm-hmm. but the only thing that, and and I was right along with that because I was like, yeah, fucking nineties LAPD. Mm-hmm. It's like seventies New York. Yeah, it, it's uh, they're dangerous people. Yeah, they run by gangsters, different gangsters in blue. All the whole that whole shit was a real thing, but when their some of their own started going, and nothing ever came of it. That's when I'm like, ah, they just, that's lazy.
0: Right. But I mean, the, uh, after the, what was it? Lieutenant Grimes. Mm-hmm. After he dies, uh, jumping onto the pole. Yeah. And the police chief tells Lou Diamond Phillips, like what the fuck happened here? And he's like, what? You think I killed Grimes? I didn't kill Grimes. Al, you gotta give me more time. He goes, ah, all right, go out the back way. Because, you know, a lot of the back ways and active crime scenes like that. Mm -hmm. But just completely willing to take this cop's word for it. Mm -hmm. And here's the deeper thing that I wanted to get into is this is very much a police officer with just boatloads of PTSD.
1: But he doesn't look like he's old enough to have bought cigarettes without being carted. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm not talking about how fucking Lou Diamond Phillips looks, though. If this You actually, should, go, If you go back and watch through this film a little bit, because I did through this lens, mm. if you look at it as the, none of this might be happening, it might just be a weird psychic lady who found this cop riddled with PTSD. Because, I mean, Jeff Kober is a serial killer in the beginning of it. Uh. Before there's any mention of possession, it's... Established that, again, he has been responsible for the death or capture of at least was it three or four different serial killers in the past five years. Mm-hmm. That'll fuck a person up.
1: Yeah, he's a serial killer. Exactly. He's but,
0: Dexter, homie. But he's going about his life as this detective who, oh, it's just the job. I've seen a lot of dead bodies. I've seen a lot of this. I've, d- I've done all this. This is a man riddled with PTSD because his cat jumps up. And scares him. The first thing he does is grabs his fucking gun. Mm. His loaded, cocked, ready-to-fire weapon in his apartment. And then says to like, his cat something like, Oh, you're getting jumpy. This is a man riddled with PTSD. pays
1: him back, too, by jumping right flat on his nuts. Sure does. So wham.
0: But if you go through it a lot, like this could be all the delusions of an officer who is just,
1: literally seen too much human death and violence mm-hmm. and it has broken his brain the funny thing is you complained about that when we watched jacob's ladder no i absolutely did and i'm not saying that it's a good theme to have but it's present
0: yeah in the film they make
1: a point of well, less artfully done
0: well yeah that's not what i'm fucking saying james I understand. This is a bad movie. I will admit that a thousand times over. However, the fact that they wove it in and uh, through just the little story beats added the plausible deniability that anybody was possessed because no one else ever saw it besides him and this crazy psychic Okay, lady. so
1: here's Lou Diamond Phillips' plan to get Channing. Mm-hmm. Kill everyone till you kill Channing. Yes, that's his fucking plan. He suggests
0: that he's going to burn down part of the city.
1: Yeah. Just get everybody to. Til- he had fucking hand grenades, dude. Uh huh. He was gonna unleash hand grenades because his plan was to just fucking. I think you're possessed. Boom, you're dead. <laughs> I think you're possessed. Boom, you're dead.
0: This is a police officer riddled with PTSD
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> who
0: feels that violence is the only way to go about this because it's been proven gun isn't gonna work. Mm hmm. He is glued to that gun, mm-hmm. constantly. After he knows it's not going to work, he's still constantly
1: running around with a loaded gun and firing it in public. And infinite ammo. Yes. And he fucking fires into the air three times in a place with how many people? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people directly in the air in Los Angeles. Even then, <laughs> those 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 shits gotta land, homie. Yeah, and he's not. In police uniform. No. Oh. He's just wearing a tie in baggy
0: cat- okay, and baggy khakis and a duster.
1: He's in Los Angeles in 1990 at a festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sure is. And he looks vaguely Hispanic, and he's busting cabs at random, and, and nobody checked him. Yo, who you know, homie? Not <laughs> one just... motherfucker in that park. Don't worry Clock about it. him.
0: I'm just firing this gun in the air to try and scare this demon horse that's trampling my partner.
1: Running with a sombrero. <laughs> yeah.
0: like it's insane. Fuck
1: this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but
0: again, I find it just infinitely entertaining because of all the weird, silly turns that they decide to do. The, Lou Diamond Phillips and the Psychic have just been through, like insanely traumatic, stressful uh, ordeal. Mm -hmm. They end up back in his apartment and his first impulse is, I might as well try and fuck her. Mm -hmm. Even she's like, what are you doing?
1: No! And and that kiss, Jesus Christ, I have never seen a less, I I would, (laughs) no. It just, ah. I don't know, it looks like somebody just, no, it's wrong.
0: It it looks like Lou Diamond Phillips pressuring and pressing this girl against a window and kissing her without consent after she said no. Mm -hmm. And, well, to be
1: paid back, he's immediately attacked by Karate Bag Lady. (laughs) Well, he does get his ass stomped on the rag, buddy. He sure does. He gets a gun like backflip kicked out of his hands. No, he's been shot. He's been stabbed. But he's running around like nothing happened. What is the timeline in this fucking thing? Uh Uh-huh. What is the timeline? Because nothing makes sense. Either that or they only have one outfit for the entire goddamn movie. How long did it take him to recover from the first shit? Before he went to... What the fuck?
0: They are in a death-defying car accident. And he is fine. He's got some blood on his face. And For a minute. Here's the deal, too. You gotta wash that blood off, otherwise you can't see Lou Diamond Phillips.
1: I don't notice shit until it starts irritating me, and then I notice every fucking thing. Uh-huh. Some of the shots, her hair's crimped. Some of it's not. Some of it's straight. Some of it's poofed. in. Some the days, I just no. Uh-huh. It hurt. No, there's no rhyme
0: or reason. It hurt badly. It's, it is absolute madness, but again,
1: because it's done in all sincerity, I kind of love it. <laughs> I will say this, and I will say, I respect it. Okay? And had I gone into this in the right frame of mind, I could be in your camp. But this movie bored me for a while, then it irritated me. Then it did all this shit. The few things, I have a few hard rules about what shouldn't be in movies, and it fucking did them. Oh, and repeatedly, probably. Yeah, and and just after the last one, I'm like, oh, Jesus. I haven't even touched half the reasons I don't like this movie, Matt. Oh, well, go ahead. We got a little bit of time. Oh, dude. Well, first off, uh, some of the premises.
0: But I I, I want to, before you start getting in on your complaints, I want you to remember that you're lodging complaints against 1990's The First Power
1: starring Lou Diamond Phillips. And I respect that. But since it stepped on my dick and made me yell, ouch, I, I got a few things to say. Now, I And I will say this, too. Um, what th- what I was intending to say is this movie was well made. It was well shot with the budget that it had. Uh, there's a lot of good things. It, it's a solid thing. And it, there's, like, a lot of bands I don't like but I can respect. It's just they don't do what I like.
0: Yeah, uh, The White Stripes for me is absolutely yeah.
1: that. Uh, so, I. So there are things that, yes, this movie's okay. It's just, it, it fucking did too many wrong things for me to kind of come around. Such as? Well, we've, we've talked about a few of them, especially the fucking, if there's no payoff to the visions, and, it, you know, it, it's just like a, a visual fuck you to me. Yeah. Oh, did it happen the first time? I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, what am I, where'd the knife come from? Oh, it's a vision. Okay, well, fucking okay. And mm-hmm. then she did it again. And then near the end of the movie, she did it again. I'm like, fuck you. Cause then I don't believe anything. Yeah. And what's the point? You know, that, 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 that's my biggest one. But and one of the other things that like, I, I'm not big
0: on needing a 10 minute, like postscript scene to like tie up
1: ends, but this movie just fucking ends. It does. Uh, but and then there's another part I like. there's was the one time he runs out of bullets. <laughs> Cause he's got infinite bullets the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. The one time he runs out of bullets, he fucking chucks his gun at dude, and I love that. That's my favorite trope, and I, it'll never get old. I don't care. I, I, if I ever make a movie, I want to put that in it just to have that scene. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Fuck. Whip. <coughs> just chucks the gun at him. That was, that was metal as shit. Like uh,
0: all the old Supermans, where when they would fire the gun, he would just walk into the bullets. But mm. as soon as they throw the gun, he ducks.
1: Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, wait, what is it? Oh, like, the first part that irritated me, well, was when, he was when he was looked like Thomas Hayden Church and he was talking about how he does the Lord's Prayer backwards. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, well, that irritated me because, like, if you're gonna do the Lord's Prayer backwards for a satanic ritual, you gotta do it one of two ways. You gotta do the regular words all the way from the end because it's supposed to mirror image, Or you can be super satanic and read it completely backwards from the end, like from amen up. But, but he's like... No, I say it backwards, so I say Father Thou Art instead of Thou Art Father. Right. Again, <sighs> that's
0: bad writing, and it's very much, uh, I don't want to say covered up, mm. but Jeff Cooper's acting ability makes it slightly less offensive to the sensibilities because his delivery, and especially when he's like tapping her on the forehead, like, we're going to go through a little door right yep. in here, and she moves her head, and he... St- settles her head yep. back in one spot and goes, here. right in, r- Almost right between her eyes. Yeah, His performance is so fucking
1: good in that moment. The, again, and, and no, I was down with you on that moment too because that was before I saw Booga. Yeah, and it's before you realize that what he had just said is absolute hogwash nonsense. Or when he was in like, oh God, when he was in a confessional. Yes. The priest. Well, I, again, that's the, you've seen this in every single fucking
0: movie from the Late 70s to year 2000, probably. But they ripped when off stu- the
1: $6 million man, of all things. I was just waiting for the little bionic noise. <sighs> when he jumped When he jumped up into the pillory up there. <whistles> uh huh. I was like, oh, fuck me. Right
0: That's now. also part of the, uh, when I started to realize, why is the demon running away from Lou Diamond Phillips?
1: Mm-hmm. I will tell you <laughs> the stupidest thing. What the fuck is happening? Why doesn't he movie? just kill him? <laughs> This was both stupid, like dumbest fucking thing ever, but cool as fuck. We have not mentioned it. The ceiling fan.
0: Oh my God, James! When I was just watching this, I made a mental note that I have to bring that up, and I forgot all about it. You beautiful son of a bitch! The it's the
1: best f- fucking ceiling fan. It's stupid because it's pulled out of the ceiling. It can't go, but it's going running on demon power. I say with the power of the devil. It's like the fifth power is to run this tits cool. Mm, ceiling fan a, a ceiling fan chainsaw from a, motherfucker. from a shitty apartment building it's not mm. a well made no. ceiling fan it doesn't have metal blades no but <laughs> it's still going it looks like bamboo but the way he had it and again his acting because like, it's a fucking ceiling fan, but he's holding it, and he looks scary as shit.
0: Yeah, uh, for anyone who has seen Peter Jackson's Brain Dead oh, or Dead yeah, Alive, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the uh, lawnmower, lawnmower scene,
1: scene but uh, a million times less cool. Oh, and I, I, again, I'm going to go, like, I wrote shit I liked on this page. The, the, when they went to go steal that guy's car, oh, this is, uh, we got to go chase this guy. This fucking poor guy just just this nebbishy looking dude they push him over and they're fucking chasing after him they're just beating yeah, the shit out I of his car i love that they
0: didn't kick him out of the car no, they put him sandwiched right in. him in
1: mm-hmm. i was like waiting for him to yank him like every other movie no he pushed him in and, and and they're just banging his car up against just scraping down the side just hitting everything and I, at the end it was a nice touch too that this i appreciate uh call lieutenant no call this guy <laughs> yeah, co Lieutenant Grimes. He'll mm. take care of everything
0: personally. Mm-hmm. And then, of, it, okay, it does do the little comedy beat of him trying to like put it in gear, mm-hmm. and it was literally just missing a horn, going. Bur, bur, bur. I know,
1: I was like, wah, wah, wah. exactly,
0: as this car doesn't work, and oh no,
1: yeah, that guy rules. Yeah, and again, they were at the hot dog stand. Oh, the uh, the hot dog
0: stand uh, vendor who looks like Beaker from the Muppets. Meep meep meep. Uh huh.
1: The only thing I remember about very that, tall hair. Well, that's when I. Well, it's also when I noticed that they they kept going back and forth and, and like there was no reason for them to have him talking to the back of her head and her talking to the back of his head. There was just no fucking reason. That's when I first noticed it. And then this fucking guy. I'll oh. have a plain hot dog. Buck eats a plain hot dog
0: uh it depends on which kind of hot dog but sometimes i will eat a plain hot dog if it's a really good like a kogels hot dog that i i'll i'll eat the first one without any sort of condiments just so i can
1: revel that in the, revel in that.
0: the deliciousness that or like a hebrew national i'll eat a hebrew national plain. I, I mean, I wouldn't go to a hot dog stand in mm-hmm. Los Angeles and say, give me a plain hot dog. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, not- if you're saying who eats a plain hot dog every once in a while,
1: I'll eat the first one so I can savor the meat. Mm-hmm. Do you go to a hot dog stand and order a plain hot dog? No. You, because what? You're not a monster? No. You are not two? No. So <laughs> no,
0: give me all your fucking sauerkraut
1: and mustard. I, I, unfortunately, occasionally I, I am a sandwich snob occasionally and, and hot dogs are one of those things. No. So what is your preferred hot dog topping then? Uh,
0: or, or just like style of hot dog. Uh, let's take a real deviation here into hot dogs. Why not? I'm
1: I like a, I like a, a charred dog. Ooh. So what they do is they'll steam it and then they'll run it. Right across a hot grill until it gets just that—it's not burnt, but it's caramelized really well, and it's got you know the spots on it, and it's sliced down the middle, and then just a squirt of mustard and maybe some sauerkraut, just straight up, boom like that, Mm. Uh, and that—that's a bomb dog. Um, There's a place out in
0: Denver, Steve's Snapping Dogs on Colfax Avenue.
1: hmm. Uh,
0: They have the uh, There's an Atlanta slaw dog. Ooh. Which is coleslaw and barbecue, which is fantastic. But the New Jersey dog with that neon green relish and sauerkraut, it'll make your stomach hurt in twenty five minutes. But going down, boy is it good. Have you ever seen the a little bit of spicy brown on that motherfucker?
1: Oh yeah. The odd the beautiful odd green of a Chicago relish on or a relish on a Chicago dog.
0: I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that super sweet neon green mm-hmm. toxic sludge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I know you may be offended being a native, but Chicago dogs are trash.
1: I think they get too busy, dude. They're yeah, just... it's it's garbage. It's, it's like...
0: Unless you're doing a double dog, which I know that's yeah. standard, generally speaking, maybe in Chicago, mm-hmm. it, where
1: I get... Have access to them, they do not. If you don't have a double, there's the you don't have the meat to gear ratio, right? Because they put too much gear. Like, if you get a single in Chicago, they're not putting five pounds of gear on there. A, you're not going to spend that much because it's going to cost you out your ass. Mm-hmm. And number two, then you're not getting the balance. Everybody who gets the Chicago dog has to have the right balance, meat to you know, meat to gear. But I still think it's too busy mm-hmm. after the sport, Pepper you're still getting the savory of the meat because the whole point of that is um like Vienna dogs have more herbs in them than like a kogo. Kogo's got the snap, it's got everything, but that extra flavor for me. So it's all built to it's all built for that, but if you can't taste the extra herbs and stuff they put in there, you're you're defeating the purpose of eating hot dog. Right. So, all of a sudden, I got real south side. Eh? My Bridgeport's coming out, for Christ's sake.
0: And the, the thing that gets me, and I know people get mad because, no, you just order a Chicago dog the way it is, Mm-mm. the celery salt. I don't like it. Oh, really?
1: I, that's my least favorite part. Um, if you, Here's the deal. I prefer, I get my no relish with cucumbers. And the celery salt and the cucumbers, because I don't like the sweetness of any, I don't like any sweet anything in my food, usually. That's so why I'm not... I mean, I like ketchup. Says the man who brought me sweet habanero hot sauce. Right, but when when the base of it, like the whole base of the food is, is sweet, I don't mind an, an adding of sweet as a counterpoint. But like a sweet and sour, fuck that. What's the point? Why don't I just eat jelly? You know? <laughs> or lemon chicken. Fuck a bunch of all that. Okay. Sorry, I got on a tangent with hot dogs. God yeah, we, just, damn you. we just
0: got into a real like, intellectual hot dog conversation in the middle of uh, the first power. <laughs>
1: yeah, because this movie sucks and I'd rather talk about goddamn sandwiches, all right? Uh-huh. Kind of. <laughs> but a fucking plain hot dog, really? Yeah, sometimes. Nope. I mean... At and, a stand, go fuck well, yourself. No, not at
0: a stand, <laughs> but I will especially do it, and in, in not so much in an actual hot dog bun, but if I just have hot dogs that I'm wrapping in a slice of bread,
1: I will sometimes eat them plain. I will make a, I will actually, I'm sitting there talking all kinds of shit. I will buy the Oscar Mayer hot dogs and eat them cold out of the package at two in the morning. Well, that's because you're a foul human being. I will wrap them in cheese, cold cheese, eat them cold out of the refrigerator, wrap them in cold American cheese and eat them like that with a squirt of mustard because I am a horrible human being. Yeah, that's putrid, James. <laughs> yes. And but I
0: see you scouring over your notes. We we can't continue on our hot dog endeavor here. <laughs> he was not illegitimate. Oh, my God. That old woman is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and it was she great. might be one of my other favorite characters <laughs> oh.
1: and, and fucking they're in mcguire's bar right she just decides stop your car what they just get a random fucking dive bar right she orders a scotch talks shit about it being watered down and just walks off with the bottle like nobody knows uh ldp's a cop right no, so Old girl just walks the bottle in this fucking guy. And Slugs down a shot, accuses
0: him of watering down his booze and then steals it. Not
1: only ba- just bring me this fucking bottle and don't give me the water down this, this chick who he doesn't know no. walks in with some random dude that looks like he, he might be menacing to a fly. He looks like a wise old tortoise in a
0: cartoon. <laughs> right?
1: So he doesn't bring out the bar shoddy? <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah,
0: no bartender on earth would have been just okay with that <laughs> happening. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was great. What uh, else you got there, snuggle bums? Well, I'm
1: working. I'm working. You could eat a piggy pig. Oh yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. No, t- no, actually, oddly, I did mention most of them. Thank you. Yeah, because this movie rules. No, it doesn't, but it's okay that you think so.
0: No, like I said, it, this is a bad, stupid movie. I've said it uh, probably a thousand times this episode. But like I said, it really, to me, does have the appeal of, I've lost the remote, I'm sitting in the, on the couch. This is the best case scenario for this kind of
1: movie that could just come on. Mm-hmm. I will say, because I know you're going to ask me, I will say that if I were to recommend this movie to anybody... I would, but I would have to, I wouldn't say go into this movie cold. Yep. I would say, dude, <laughs> go in with this mindset because it, it, it gets a little balls out crazy and just watch it just for sheer giggles. But I didn't go into it that I didn't know anything about it. And I was trying to treat it like a, because it started reading like uh Jacob's Ladder to me. I'm like, oh, you know, I was going to buy into him being a grizzled cop, even with this little cute turtle face. You know, I was going to buy into all of that, and then they just they let me down.
0: Oh, and also in Jacob's Ladder, he's not a cop.
1: I know. He's, he's a, a veteran. But, you know, cops and veterans in LAPD. He's a postman, James. Yeah, but he was also a veteran.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what does that have to do with the first power?
1: It read like it, the way the movie was, he was grizzled, and, and then the way they shot it and stuff.
0: Yelling at me about Jacob's Ladder. No connective tissue whatsoever. Oh, man. Lou Diamond
1: Phillips would have made Jacob's letter the tits. (laughs) Because what? He didn't have a baby enough face? What are they going to have a baby face off? Hell yeah. I'm two. No, I'm two. No, I'm two. What are they going to do? Eight foot tall Tim Robbins. (laughs) Yeah, but that little face. I can't picture him being eight foot tall because his face in that movie made him look like he was two. Mm hmm. And then he went on to do Young Guns, mm-hmm. the best thing that Bon
0: Jovi has ever done. Oh, Christ. Man, those movies are real pieces of shit. Uh-huh. All right. Should we uh, probably bring this in for Elaine? I have literally nothing else to say about The First Power except uh. for if you're going to watch it. It's fucking nutty as squirrel turds. It's dumb, but... I mean, don't sit down and have expectations that you're going to be intellectually challenged because (laughs) you
1: will not. Mm -mm. (laughs) And if I were a less of a nice person, I might say that, no, I won't even go there. No, you won't. Because I don't want to have to
0: edit this. (laughs) Anyway. So, uh. So that's one thumbs up, one thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Damn. I thought I was really going to get you with this uh, Lou
1: Diamond Phillips. Here's the deal. I think that had I walked in with a, a little bit of a more, oh, this is going to be one of these kind. haha.
0: Well, James, when I sent you the message that says, hey, we should do this movie from 1990 starring Lou Diamond Phillips. Right. What were your expectations, to be exact?
1: Actually, there have been a couple Lou Diamond Phillips horror joints and it might have been later 90s and i thought it was going to be more like one of those right so that's what was in my head i it didn't put in 90s goof romp in my head i was like oh fuck they had some some weird horror shit in the 90s and ldp was in a few of them i think oh this might be this might be one of those and i'm like oh no it's not no this is not <laughs> it that at sure all isn't. no <laughs>
0: it's oh, a dear. real wild ride oh
1: dear no that's not this Mm-mm. But, uh, yeah. No, but I I would say that I would recommend it in that vein. Right.
0: It's not a, uh, yeah, you can watch it with the lights off.
1: Yeah. It's not going to scare you. And objectively, it's not a good movie. No, no, it certainly is not. But if you like weird shit, it's got enough weird shit in it. If you like crazy shit, it's got crazy shit in it. it. It's a movie I'm glad that I watched. You know, I am too, because it was, fun. again, it was fun because I started having a hate on for it. But as I look back towards it, and when I, when I went back to complain about some scenes, then I, I saw this, some of the shit that we hadn't mentioned that I liked. hmm So, eh, you didn't win me. No, I was
0: not expecting to come in here and talk you into the fact that this is a good movie. No, but you've talked- That
1: ta- is a Sisyphean task. No, but you've talked me into enjoying some movies that I didn't enjoy while I watched, and upon rethinking, I did. And you didn't get that with me this time. No, nah. it,
0: again, nor would I expect no, to. No, no. That would be absurd.
1: If you came in here and you were like, "Man, this is one of the best movies I've ever seen," I would ask you to leave. <laughs> James, we're not going to dodgeball this movie. Go out and figure, watch it again, figure something out, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you, man, you got to get your life in order because <laughs> this is ridiculous. And I don't usually have such cogent arguments. No, but again,
0: if you're trying to bring cogent to the first power. No, don't. Yeah, you might as well just leave that luggage at the gate and get on that one-way plane to fucking insanity. Because this
1: movie is as stupid as that fan thing. Uh-huh. But that fan thing was cool as fuck. It sure was. So, hey, James. Yeah. Hey, where can people find us? They can find us at horrorvomitpodcast at com. They can find us at... Uh, they can find us. Well, give me a second. I was just on a roll there and I almost said Twitter. We don't fucking have Twitter.
0: Uh, I actually I was thinking about setting it up. I do have a Twitter and uh, it is posted automatically to my Twitter, the uh, Podbean link to episodes. Ah. It does it automatically. Look at that. for so, my for my 3 robot followers. You got the, you, you got uh, you got a couple uh, uh Russian bots checking you out, buddy. Oh yeah. I constantly get like you've been followed by this person. It's like that's not a I'm not very tech savvy, but that's not a person.
1: I am a human person. (laughs) Hello, fellow humans. (laughs) How would you like some human food? Uh, You can also find us on
0: Instagram. We have a Facebook group. Uh, you can see me playing video games on mm-hmm. Twitch at horror underscore vomit underscore Chris.
1: Mm-hmm. And soon you will see me doing similar thing. Are, are you going to try and get the horror
0: underscore vomit underscore James?
1: Yes, not anymore because all our billions of listeners have already bought it. Bought it? Or done it, used it up. I guarantee <laughs> no one cares enough to do that, my man. <laughs> And uh,
0: there is a different link, I'm sure it's on uh, Mm www.becomingemilymovie.com, but there is the official Indiegogo link up to start uh, crowdfunding for Becoming Emily, our good friend Brad Haven's feature film.
1: Give him money, give him all the monies. Mm -hmm.
0: You can get your name on the production sheets and everything, probably in the credits, we'll see.
1: Look at that. That's cool shit. Yeah. Uh, Shit, anything else? Oh, yeah. Well, give us the stars, all the stars, and five-word reviews.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, Apple
1: Podcasts,
0: and uh, top of your Spotify app, anywhere else. I think Audible. I know we're Mm -hmm. on Audible because somebody gave us a bad review, which is fine. Well, well, Uh, you know. That was a long time ago.
1: We are still knuckleheads, and, uh, you know. Yeah, apparently it's a fitting title. We live up to our name. It is a fitting title for a couple of idiots. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And and we have proven time and time again that oh, we are actually idiots. Is
0: why this is named this? Because nothing we have to say is mm-hmm. worth anything. <laughs> it is the verbal equivalent equivalent of vomit.
1: Absolutely, and we want to keep it that
0: way. Yep, and all uh, puke. I, I don't know, man. I, keep I'm puking floundering. up to say. I don't think we need to continue doing no, what this. No, would you do the thing? Push the button. Can we be done, James? We're done. Hey, bye, everybody.
1: Bye. bye.